Well, there's a little bit of change in the studio today. Scott Sharp not with us. We've got Judy Sharp with us. Good afternoon, Judy. Good afternoon, Greg. I can see you through the monitors slightly. Slightly, yes. Well, that's good. <laughs> what have you got for us today, Judy? Well, I thought today we might cover the Woodville Wanda. Okay. Now, this is another um, function being held by the Vision Australia Group, yep. the Black and White Committee from Maitland, uh, and they totally, everything, every funds they raise goes to Vision Australia, and it's going to be on, oh, shall I tell you? Listeners yeah, all not? that later. I'll tease them until them later. A teaser, but we also we might have a pass to give away as well. Oh yeah, two, two passes, two today. Excellent. Of course, if you do have any questions for Judy Sharp, you can give us a call. Now we've had a bit of rain over the past past couple of days, Judy, and that's obviously good news for the garden. It is too, and and also for a lot of the country areas, Greg. Uh, you know, the the thing is now we're probably getting to the stage where we need to do a bit of remedial work in the garden. Yep. Uh, for one thing you should do is um, if you're growing roses, which everyone loves their roses mm-hmm. if they've got a, a gardener's thumb, yep. <laughs> um, it's time probably after all this rain now to give the roses a handful of dolomite each. Right. And that sweetens the soil up because the rain does leach every, you know, a lot of the elements out of the soil. So it's time to do that. Keep your eye out for aphids on the roses uh, because they love the new little buds forming. Mm -hmm. The other thing it's wise to do at the moment is perhaps give the lawn a little bit of lime. Okay. Same story. The rain's leached it out and lime doesn't move very far through the soil. So once it's washed away, it's gone. Yep. So a good time to go around now and just give your lawn a little bit of um, lime. Would you do that after? Because I haven't cut my lawn yet. Yet. It's, it's shot up over the last few days since it all the rain has, we've had. Has it ever. Look, um, a lot of people are probably fertilising now. Yep. And that is probably more important. Uh, while the lawns are wet and we're still getting, we're going to get more showers by the look of it. Mm-hmm. Um but, um, you know, you could sneak a little bit of lime in there in between time. But, yeah, mow your lawn and then go lightly, but you all... Lightly. <laughs> lightly, See? lightly, Greg. But you always water it in lightly as well. Okay. If you water it in too heavy, you're washing it out. So just right. lightly. So just also a good general time to fertilise too? It is, but you wouldn't fertilise and lime on the same day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So you could do your fertilise your lime and then... No, fertilise your lawn. Fertilise your lawn. Fertilise your lawn, and then fertilise your garden. <laughs> yes, That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I got there in the end. You did get there in the end, <laughs> but I, I think it's more important that you do the lime at the moment. Um, although, if we're going to get a lot of rain, well, it's going to get washed out again. So, if you haven't fertilised, go fertilise. Hmm. Right. Okay. Gardening talk back on two and you are at FM. We've got Les now from Maryland, and they've got a question about shield bugs. Oh, Hi, hello. Hello, going? Len. How are you? Not too bad, but I've got sickness that are really crawling with uh, the shield bugs or stink bugs, whatever you like to call them. Well, I love calling them stink bugs because that's what they do, don't they? Oh, uh, don't they? Yeah, they're really, and they're starting to be very prevalent at the moment. Uh, mm. Uh, mm. What have you got them on? Lemons, limes? Sit- Lemons, limes, mandarins and, and uh, oranges. They're on the lot. They're on the lot. Plus, they're on the um, case uh, uh, lime as well. Oh, Kaffir lime. On the Kaffir lime. lime. Oh, yes. that's that's awful. Uh, have you got little babies and big mummies and daddies as well? Yeah, correct. Have you any fruit on those trees? They're just starting to fruit. Yeah. The uh, lemon, uh, the oranges and the mandarins are just 
Um, just starting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, I think um, the best way to get the stink bugs is malathon and white oil. Okay. Right. The, the malathon should kill them, but the white oil sticks it on their back because they have those hard, crusty backs, don't they? And they're hard to oh, kill. They're shocking things to get rid of. They yeah. really are. And, uh, you know, for the other listeners out there, and I hope it's never happened to you, Lynn, that, uh, you know, they. they emit that awful, um, if you irritate them, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a, a what do we call it? Uh, no, they sort of squirt it. Yeah, they squirt it. That's the word I'm looking for. And it burns. And if it gets in your eye, it burns, it burns. like anything. It does, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. no, a little bit of malathon and white oil. You can buy them as a mixed product, but then you need to mix water in with them. Oh, okay. Okie doke. Right, and, yeah. you know, they'll have probably a 10-day hatching cycle, so I'd wallop them again in 10 days' time. Right. Thank you very much, Judy. You're quite welcome, and good luck with that. Thank you, dear. It's going to be a battle, I think. I think so. They're hard to beat. They really are. They really are, yeah. 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 And, a, and they seem to be worse this year than what I've ever had them before. I have had a lot of people coming into the nursery saying that to me, to be honest, and I'm wondering if it was the length of the winter, um, and mm-hmm. yeah, and they're suddenly all hatching once we got a little bit of warmer days. I think. I think that's probably right. Yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah, because yeah. they've suddenly yeah. invaded. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Okay, you're welcome. Bye. Bye. Someone was happy without the advice at the end there too. Yes, yes, a, a woofing advice. I'm uh, Greg. Am I correct in thinking the temperature is going up to thirty again tomorrow? You could be right there. Yes, I think it might be bad. Oh, like, gee, that's up and down, isn't it? Yeah. Yesterday was around twenty-two or something. I think. I don't know, but I, I don't was, think it was even. It was pretty cool yesterday. Yeah, I was working yesterday and I had a jumper and scarf on. It was really cold wind. And Saturday. And Saturday. Saturday was warm. Saturday was warm, yeah. Very muggy. Yeah, very muggy, yeah. Now, the top of the hour, Judy, you mentioned about the, was it Woodville? Oh, the Woodville Wanda. Isn't that a great name? It is. Nice alliteration. Yeah, it makes you want to get out there and enjoy the fun. 17th and 18th of November. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. All right. But we also... That's, what, that's going to come up quick. It is. But we're also going to give away two that's tickets right. today. We've got two passes to give away. We have, Yes. So we'll, we'll work that out at the end of the show, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah, get the dartboard out maybe. and Maybe throw it. We might not get any more callers, though. What are we going to do then? Oh, I think we, we might. Well, we've got Yvonne from Morpeth now. Oh, okay, righty. Oh, we better a... talk to Yvonne. <laughs> and she's got a question about a lawn. Aha. Uh-huh. Good morning. No, good afternoon. Hello, Judy. How are you? Very well, thank you. Judy, my lawn is in a terrible state. It's never been so bad. I think I call it Roxalis, a tiny little crawling room with and it's your yellow flower. Ah, yes, yeah. And it can grow above the surface of the lawn as well. Yeah. And it is everywhere. Well, you know what? I have mm-hmm. a confession to make. Yeah. I've got it too. You've got it too? Oh, look, I had it last it's year got, badly. I only to pick after it, yeah. Yeah, last year <laughs> one of my staff who thought he was an expert on lawns, and he was, he was, I hope he's not listening to me say that, Uh, but he used to say, look, I'll go up and I'll make up some mixtures, and he did it, and he tried all last spring and summer, and I've got it probably growing half a metre above my grass. Oh, that high? That is high. It is incredible, and, but you know what my cure is? I just mow it. 
it just mattered. Yeah. And just mow it, darling. I had to sit the ELS mail coming through the, the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> but you know... I heard you um, talking, oh, talking something about lime. Is that long for the lawn? No, yeah, that's for the lawn. You put the lime on the lawn. Did I put it on this stuff? Oh, look, uh, there was a... uh, Originally, before all the products were introduced on the market, gardeners Mm. some time back always used sulphate of ammonia to burn weeds out. It was brilliant. Yeah, so... It was brilliant, but I've been on a disabled walk for the last two years and I can't get to do it, but I thought it was wonderful. Yes, yeah. So you know, if you could get someone to apply that for you, and uh, in a hot on a hot day, so tomorrow would be ideal. I think that's probably a better way of getting rid of oxalis and clover. Okay then, and we've got piece of bindi eye that does that too. I know that. Yeah, bindi eye is good, good product. Um, it's good for um for salt at the moment. You burn it. Yeah, but yeah. you know you have to have your lawn long, growing with bindi eye. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of people mow the lawn and then apply it, and no, you best not to do that. I know. No, <laughs> you can't mow it first. So, yeah. um, but yeah. try yeah. sulphate of ammonia. Yeah, I will. I will, Judy. Thank okay. You. I hope right. it works for you, dear. I'll say the way. Because I don't like the look of it. <laughs> no, I don't like the look of mine either. <laughs> Thank you, Judy. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 That's some advice I could have gave out then. Just mow it. Yeah. That's what I do for everything in my lawn. <laughs> Don't worry about pulling the weeds out, just mow the just top Just mow it. over the top, yeah. Well, you could have handled that one quite easily, Greg. <laughs> First and last thing I probably will be handling, I think. That's my best gardening advice I have. Oh, is it? Is mow it. After all this time. You'd think so. you think I'd be picking up stuff and... Yeah, I would have thought Scott might have hammered a few things into you. I, I think he's he's having things into me. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I better kick him out and come back so you get some messages. <laughs> Give him more information. <laughs> and we've got Rob from New Lambton, and he's got a question about lawns. Rob, lawns the topic today. Yeah, hello, Judy. Thanks for uh, taking my call. We've been away for the last, oh, God, three, three or four weeks. Our house faces... Uh, north-south, and during winter we get no sun at all on the first metre out from our back door. Consequently, it has been overrun with winter grass. I've done my best before we went away to keep up with that and pull it all out, but we've come home and it's a schmozzle. So what I've done, I thought there's only one way to get do this, is to get dig it all out get rid of it, put some decent uh, underlay down and relay. Am I doing the right thing? Yes. What did you do to get rid of the winter grass? I've dug it out oh, probably 150 mil deep. Right. So you didn't use endothel and spray it? No. Right, okay. Well, that's probably an easy solution too. Um, but certainly... Uh, you know, if you can dig it out deep enough to get rid of the seed, because has the seed dropped yet off it? Well, that's a good call. I can't answer that. Yeah. As I say, we've come back and it just looked like it, a, a, an absolute uh, wreck. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've, I've tried, to, when I dug it out, I tried to dig it out in sods and put it straight into a wheelbarrow so there was nothing that dropped. Right, right. You know, I'm probably down at least a good inch and a half, it, it's an inch and a half below what 
it used to be, so I'm hoping I've got it all. Now, tell me, are you going to perhaps put some shade-loving turf in there? I was going to go with uh, Sir Walter. Yeah, well, you see, um, there is a buffalo, which Sir Walter is, uh, called uh, oh, Shade Master. I had a mental block right. then. Shade Master. And that would be ideal in that patch because then you're not going to get... It will not let the winter grass grow. It's a very tough grass. Okay. But you, you'll only want a small amount, so you're going to have to uh, pre-order it somewhere so that you can... Well, I, I've, I've sort of done... I've done the maths, and I've, I need about 13 metres, I think, uh, which is not much. 13 rolls, I probably can't say where I rang, but uh, I, I rang and it's uh, 1.2 1. Uh, 1. by 0. 0.6. Right. And okay. I thought I need about I need about 13 of them. So will they deliver or have you got to pick it up? No, I've got to pick it up, which I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. That's fine. Well, look, please consider Shade Master. Ring them and have a okay. chat to them about it because if you're putting um, Sir Walter down, of course, when winter comes, it's still going to want the sun, isn't it? Well, that's why I've rung you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm saying maybe put down Shade Master Buffalo. Okay. Well, we'll better look at that. That's something I hadn't thought of. Thanks, Judy. Thank you very much for your time. You are quite welcome. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Good on you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Now, Judy, this Woodville show that you've been mentioning a little bit earlier, we've got a couple of passes to give away for that as well. But We have. What else is happening there? Look, um, there are... Let me add them up quickly. One, two, three, four... Five beautiful acreage gardens, yep. and they are all on the one road, uh, which makes it very, very easy if that's, you want to go and have a look at them. That's on, quite handy. You can just you, stroll down and... Yeah, Patterson Road, Woodville, they are right. on. And uh, the wonderful, wonderful Albion Farm, which I have visited on several occasions, and uh, that garden has to be seen to be believed. Okay. It's absolutely impressive. amazing. Oh, that impressive. Uh, I opened it once for the Australian Open Garden Scheme mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Tammy Fraser, she was the president, president of the scheme and she was thrilled that Albion Farm was open. Then there's Gracemere, which is adjoining and they are, both properties are owned by family, which is lovely. Then there's Zeta Park. Now, that has the best display of uh, David Austin roses you will ever see. Yep. So those three alone are standouts. But I'm really excited about this, and I might be able to pinch some time off this that weekend. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I'll try very hard because I'd love to go to Tressingfield. Okay. Now, the reason is that that is Pauline and Bob Dunn's garden. Okay. Now... A lot of listeners out there will remember that Bob Dunn and Pauline owned Heritage Garden Nursery at East Maitland. Oh, right. So you're, you're thinking they should have a top-notch. Oh, I'd be disappointed if they didn't. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Bob, and I hope I can get there that weekend. Uh, and then there's the wonderful Stradbroke. Mm-hmm. The beauty of this garden is it was once open for the Open Garden Scheme as well, and it's a historical home. Okay. Uh, and I think maybe the National Trust have something to do with it. But it has an incredible wisteria wall behind the house. Now, if the weather keeps going and being naughty to us, uh, maybe. It might not be that good. 
Well, it will still be good. Uh, The whole garden will be wonderful. So those five gardens are open Saturday and Sunday, 10am to 4pm. And boy, I think you'll absolutely love them. And if you don't, you can ring me and have a shot at me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really pushing these gardens, uh, although I love the Maitland Garden Ramble too. And, and, you know, it's for such a good cause, but um, to see gardens of this size... Uh, you know, it gives you wonderful ideas how to go home and dig the backyard up and put a dam in with um, all water plants around it. <laughs> so um, it's something really special and um, I'm sure that next week Scott is probably going to be talking to, uh, I think it's uh, Helen okay. uh, from uh, the Black and White Committee yep. and uh, she will probably be able to tell more tell you more about the gardens and uh, uh, they raise money for Vision Australia oh, as well. Vision yeah. Australia, yeah, everything goes to Vision Australia. And having done a lot of work for the Australian Garden Scheme, Greg, I tell you, opening gardens is a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. And you know, organising the sales of the tickets, and which of course we will have on sale uh, for those in the city who want to travel up to the country for the weekend. <laughs> you don't have to go up there to get your tickets, but you can get your tickets at the individual gardens anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, some people don't want to go and have a look at the lot, but I'm sure they'll want to go and see these five. Well, I think once you see one. Because they're all so close to each other, you yeah, may as well go yeah. see the lot. Yeah, of course you'd go and see make the a day, lot. Make a day of it. Make a day, yeah, yeah. Take a picnic and a, oh, a bottle of champagne. Sounds delightful. Oh, why do I work at weekends? <laughs> <laughs> and Judy, I should have mentioned to you a bit earlier, I do do a little bit of gardening. I don't just mow lawns. I should oh, have clarified that. I, I'm relieved. I'm, re- I'm relieved. But I, I did some garlic early this year. I mentioned it to Scott a bit earlier. And um, yeah, it's not going well. Yeah, but that could be the weather, Greg. Okay, yeah. yeah. A lot of things in the garden aren't doing well. You know, they're, they're slowly recovering now. Uh, you know, I think, what have we got, six months really without a lot of rain. Yeah. And it has been, I thought, a very cold winter this year and a long extended winter. We had a lot of cold winds and the garden really doesn't like that. Uh, you know, I'm loath to ask you, but did you order it? I did, but I wouldn't say I was watering it extremely every day probably Uh, once a week no 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 i need to come here more often once a week how many times do you have a drink a day at least what i think it's seven liters you're supposed to drink a day so (laughs) (laughs) well the plants don't need that but they need you know when you've got people make a big mistake in winter everyone in summer goes out there with the hose and their beer in their hand and in my place it case a glass of bubbly and um a box of wine (laughs) (laughs) no not quite don't take any notice of scott when he's here and uh but you know you do that regularly don't you it's a a habit you drink more water in summer as well Mm -hmm. but in winter it's very very drying because of the winter winds and most people make that same mistake i hear that 10 times every week at work Oh, why is this died, Judy? Oh, how often were you watering? Once a week? I suppose, yeah, because you think it's cool and you think, oh, and that, you that's fine. you think it's cool. Yeah, you fall into the tender trap. But it's, the wind's it, it blown. It doesn't make sense either, though. It's cool. Oh, I wouldn't have to water it. <laughs> yeah, but the winter winds have taken the topsoil off yep. as they've blown along. And, you know, so I'm sure that's what's happened to your garlic. I'm glad you told me once a week. I was well, kind of hoping. You didn't think I did anything at all. 
No, I was hoping you'd did it more regularly, but anyway, we won't. Once a week. That's all right. No, it's not. It's not. No. Please don't give our listeners the wrong impression, Greg. So I should be doing at least three? Oh, maybe every second day. Every second day. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that is probably what I've done. (laughs) Or I haven't done. Haven't done, that's for sure, yeah. So if I start doing it now, I might recover the few remaining bits of garlic. I think I'd do it every day, although the rain should be helping you. Should be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, because a lot of things are starting to come up now with all the rain, so... They are, weeds and everything. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they certainly rage when the, if we get a bit of rain, don't they? They always yeah. keep coming up. Judy, what else you got for us today? Well, look, I've been, um, you know, myself sitting at home looking at the Madonna lily that's drooping and bedraggled yep. in the pot. Um, that's water. That's lack of water. Yeah. Because I have to take it out and put it over in the sink. Uh, so I don't stay in the timber floor. And it, they pick up. That's the wonder of a Madonna lily. But it, it, you, you're at home inside more, aren't you, when it's raining and cold? Yeah. And I find a lot of the customers are coming in with indoor gardening questions. Okay. Which at this time of year I'm generally getting asked about pansies and all of those kind of plants and coriander yep. and basil and tomatoes and how am I going to kill the fruit fly this year? Impossible. There isn't anything to use anymore, I say to them. And But lately it's been the houseplant question. Uh, you know, what do we do with our houseplants at this time of year? Well, you, you get the soil, you turn the soil over lightly because it becomes a bit crusty inside. Yep. And then you can top it up with a good potting mix and use a a product like Green Flourish in the water once a week to start stimulating the growth. If you've got plants like maidenhair with brown stems on them, Mm -hmm. which most people do, um, you cut those brown stems off and you get a spray bottle and spray the leaves because they're very, very thin and they don't hold the moisture. But at the same time, you're giving them a bit of a drink, maybe once or twice a week. But that's inside, not out in the wind, Greg. Okay, Just so once a, yeah, I was about to clarify yeah, that. Yeah, oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah, I'll correct you there. So, um, and then if you've got wonderful hard leaf plants, like, have you heard of fiddle leaf figs? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> 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 well, the listeners out there will have. They sound like, it sounds like a good plant. It is. It's a big, a very big leaf, and it is shaped like a fiddle. That's okay. why it's called fiddle oh. leaf. And they get a lot of dust on them during the winter. Yep. So it's wonderful now to get the white oil out and a clean chucks and go along and spray them and wipe the leaf. Because what you're doing, you're taking off the dust, you're making sure they don't get scale insects, but you're shining the plant. Okay. And it looks a million dollars. So don't use a duster? No. No duster, a chucks of white oil. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And, you know, start fertilising a little bit, yeah. Yep. Excellent. Mm. Well, Judy Sharp, we're almost coming to an end for another week. Oh, are we? It's flying I, by. Oh, I thought you might ask me to do movie comments today. Movie comments? Oh, oh. Maybe next week. We can start that next week, a movie segment. Do you think I could go out and ask the bosses if I could do a movie segment instead of gardening? I don't know. I can't see why not. I'll try. Why not? <laughs> Thanks, Greg. It's been good fun. That's right. Oh, before you do go, we should give away a double oh, pass. Yes, please. To Rob? Rob. Rob from New Lambton? Rob, uh, who's there painfully digging out his winter grass. Yes, that's it. Yes, no, Rob, Rob deserves lawn. it. Yep. Fair enough. So Rob's got himself a double pass. Judy Sharp, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. Until next time, that is all for Guarding Talkback this week. 
Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.